It is Friday, October 11th, 2019. I appreciate y'all for tuning into the podcast. Once again, you had a lot of options, but you foolishly chose this one. I think this is going to be a really good one, actually. But let's get right into this thing, all right? You're listening to the Rambling Matt Ramage podcast. Let's go! All right, it is time to do a little podcast. It is Friday, like I mentioned, and uh, the weekend is here. With the Packers don't play on Sunday. All right, they have a Monday night game against Detroit. I have actually a really cool guest, a guy I, I, I've I became friends with on Facebook. He follows me there, and he whatever. He was very interactive, so I asked him to come on the podcast, and this is going to be a I I, I think it's really a really good one. But uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listens to my podcast, who follows me on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you follow me on Twitter, and uh, for for listening and just because n- none of this is going to be possible. To, like, it's all about the people and like the people that I interact with. I appreciate everyone who interacts with me because it's so much fun, and it wouldn't be fun without uh, everyone interacting with me. So I appreciate y'all for interacting. I'm I'm gonna give I'm I'm gonna give Mark a call, but uh, this podcast is brought to you. By SeatGeek, if you're going to get tickets to any event, whether it be a game or a concert, whatever, use SeatGeek. Your, for your first time using SeatGeek, you use promo code MattRamage. You get 20 bucks off your first order, and uh, you save money. Who doesn't love saving money? So check out SeatGeek, get the app, uh, buy some tickets, and use promo code MattRamage. You're going to buy the tickets anyways. Might as well save some money. You know what I mean? And... Uh, also, I got I got Bears Still Suck, the new hats came in, and uh, I got some shirts. So I got lots of shirts and lots of hats. So check them out, and uh, go to themattramage.com. Go, I got links all over in, in every social media. If you can't find it, just let me know. But uh, get yourself some Bears Still Suck gear, and let the, your Bear fan friends know how you feel about the Bears. All right, enough of that. Let's give uh, Mark a call. All right, no, I, I gotta, I, I gotta find this number. I should, I should have had this ready, but uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm trying to hurry up with this, but uh, oh, here we go. Let's see if he answers. See if he answers, right? Hey, what's up? What's up, Mark? Oh, just you know, hanging out, having a few beers. All right, I like it, I like it. All right, dude, I, I got a lot of stuff. That I want to talk about. I'm, I'm glad that you're on. Like, I, I was just telling people, like, uh, you, I, I met you actually, like, through Facebook, just commenting on stuff. And I, I know that you were on uh, the Green Bay Guys podcast, my buddy Ben. So I had to have you on because that's what I want to do. I want to get, like, more people on my podcast, let people have their say, have people, you know, it's the people's podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Dude, we, we're going to get right into this. All right. Uh, Dude, I, I made a video about this today. Like, Cowboy fans are still crying. They're talking about Zadarius Smith. They're saying that he faked his injury. Like, wh- what do you think about that? Like, I, I mean, I know Packer fans get upset, and so, every fan base makes excuses, but I don't think anyone makes excuses more than the Dallas Cowboys. No, not at all. I mean, again, uh, one, who's – I mean, if you have a knee injury – 
and you're out there trying to play, and if it aggravates it for a few seconds, you're going to go down. But hats off to the guy in there trying to play. He's not pulling a freaking Jake Heller in the NFC Championship game. Dude, I, I totally agree. Like, to me, like, when I watched that game, I thought to myself, like, this dude is an animal. Like, he wants because because he's a leader so like he wants to be on the field he wants to show his guys like i'm gonna play through whatever like i don't know like what the injury was it looked like it was his knee i wasn't sure if it was cramps or whatever it was but he like to me he's an animal he's shown everyone like i will crawl on this field you know or i will crawl off this field if i have to like this is i'm i'm playing yeah i completely agree it's like when he left in the third quarter and walked to the locker room, I was like, oh, man. You know, not that I didn't have faith in, you know, the rest of the guys' next man up mentality, but that's a huge, you know, he has the captain's <clears throat> patch on his jersey for a reason. Oh, yeah. that That's like when Charles Woodson went down in the Super Bowl. Like, that's, I mean, not to compare to Super Bowl or not to compare him to Charles Woodson, but he's the leader. He's, like, uh, he's very important. Like, Sedaria Smith needs to be on the field, and uh, I, I, I got much respect for him for – Playing through that, and uh, and and Cowboys fans can whatever, because uh, there, there's no way that that he was faking. He he has some legit stuff, and uh, I, I kudos to him for for playing with it. Yeah, no, exactly. But they are. I mean, they're the most whiny fan base in NFL history. Oh, I mean, yeah. Their last ring is now old enough to drink a beer. <laughs> That's hilarious. That I might actually use that for a video. <laughs> You can use that one. Just go ahead and take that one from me. <laughs> I will. So, what do you have? Have you heard about the what what Ray Lewis said about the Packers' defense before last week's game? I didn't hear about it before the game. Again, I must have. I must have just missed those those quotes and all that. But after the game, I heard. Uh, well, uh, Zadarius Preston didn't call him out, but uh, definitely uh, Zadarius did the Ray Lewis dance after he made that sack. And then say that we don't have any leadership, you know? Yeah, like what he said because I, I I saw I think it was on ESPN or whatever because uh, Ray Lewis does some stuff for for ESPN, and he said the front seven has no leadership. They don't have tenacity. I think he used, and uh, Ray Lewis or I mean uh, Zadarius Smith actually retweeted it on Twitter, and uh, I think he said wow or something like that. So like I know he saw it. So like that that was just fuel. I think he said after because they had a press conference or. Uh, Interview with uh, you know Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith always do their interviews together, which I think is the most coolest thing ever. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so they mentioned it like, dude, that was just fuel for the fire. Like and like, and then I, I saw like Raven fans like he can't do the dance because he's not in Baltimore. Like no, that was not like a salute to Ray Lewis. That was saying like, yo Ray, holla at me. Like dude, like he is a leader and he's a he's he's a good leader. And uh, I think. I think it's ridiculous that Ray Lewis even said that. Like, like that. I, I think these these guys that are so called experts. Like, I, I respect Ray Lewis as a player, but like as an expert, like, are they watching these games? Like, I think I feel like Packers get no respect from the media, which I don't care about because it, it lets us go a little under the radar a little bit. But like, they need to show some respect. Like, this team is four and one, could easily be five and zero, oh, and like the, this defense especially is balling out and. Zadarius Smith is a leader, so, like, show some respect. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. I definitely agree. I mean, this is, like, the best defense that we've had since that Super Bowl, you know, era, like, back in 2010. I mean, we've had, what, we're tied for interceptions right now? 
you know, I'm, no, the second place in, in interceptions. Yeah. Or you know, freaking, you know, it's like, yeah, we give up a few big yards. But it was only the big plays, which is why they scored those many yards. I mean, but we just basically punched Zeke in the mouth last week. What did he only have, like, 67 rushing yards? Yeah, I'm not even sure what he had. Because, like, I made a, a video about it, and I was talking about it. And I was like, because I was talking about shutting him down. I was like, I'm not sure if we did. I don't know his yards. But I knew it wasn't insane. Like, we definitely... If it was 60 or 70 yards, that's really impressive. Like, if you can hold Zeke to that, then... <laughs> but, like, this defense is ridiculous. Like, uh, Preston Smith has five and a half sacks. Zadarius Smith has five sacks. Uh, that's more, because I saw a quote earlier. That's that's more... They both have more than Khalil Mack. And the only reason I... <laughs> the, the only reason I say that is because everybody wanted the Packers to get Khalil Mack last year, which they tried to do. The only reason... Khalil Mack isn't a Green Bay Packer is because the Raiders thought the Bears would have a better draft pick because the Packers offered the same. I think it was two first. The Packers offered the same thing, but they figured, I think it was other teams that offered the same thing, but they thought the Bears were the, <laughs> were the crappiest team and they would get the best exactly. pick. But, yeah, and, I mean, and, what, and what organization wouldn't think that the Packers are going to have you know, worse draft picks than the Bears? Oh, yeah, because, <laughs> but the only reason the Bears did good last year is because Khalil Mack had something to prove. Like he, uh, he was—I don't know if he had something to prove, but he had a chip on his shoulder, and he—he he played like a beast. Like Khalil Mack did play like an animal last year, and I'll give him that. But you—I knew that wasn't gonna be sustainable. Like you can't do that every year. Like he's not gonna, like he played like an animal, like an absolute monster last year. But I'm very—I'm so happy the Packers did not get Khalil Mack because if they did. I don't see Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith and Amos and like a lot of these guys. In Green Bay because that cap hit, that money that they would have paid him would have been insane. And now we got two guys, you can even say, for the price of one that is just straight up dominating. Oh, exactly. And I mean, they should. I mean, I know it's just it's early and all that, but I mean, you know, uh, you know, the Smiths should be even talked about. You know, uh, uh, defensive players of the year right now because they're freaking lighting it up. Oh, dude! Like, like I, I dude, I just absolutely love the Smith boys. Like, I just, I, I, I just love them. And like the fun that that they're having, like like the like that that dance thing in the in the end zone where they they, they all run to the end zone after a sack or, or a big play or whatever. And dude, they're just having so much fun. And I've always said it. I've said it a hundred times, and everyone said it. Not like I'm like some unique person, <laughs> but if you're having fun, like those Ravens teams, like those Seahawks teams. Like those great defenses, they're all doing that. They're all having fun. If you're not having fun, you're not winning. But you could also say if you're losing, you're not having fun. But they, this atmosphere, like like someone, because I, I I put it out there on social media, like ask some questions, and someone asked, where is it now? But like, oh yeah, with the floor, because you know the 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 difference between like McCarthy. Which I love me some Mike McCarthy. Like, I will never dog Mike McCarthy. He got us a Super Bowl. They got a street named after him over here. And I actually love what he did. But I think it was time for him to go. But, like, the difference between McCarthy and LaFleur is, like, there's just so much excitement of like this with, with the free agent and we got a new GM. The whole thing is different. Like, there's so much excitement. Like, what do you think about that? Oh, I completely agree. I mean, I watched uh, Matt's post-game interview or whether it was it maybe it was a post-game or monday interview i don't remember which one it was but he's like talking about the atmosphere in the locker room they're like yeah they're just having fun <clears throat> you know and he's just saying basically letting them just be them i mean not basically controlling the locker room saying you can't do this you can't, you can't do that 
they're letting them have fun and be their own type of people, which is awesome. And that's who they need to be. Yeah, like, did you see, I'm sure you did, but Aaron Jones, he waved, (laughs) he had four (laughs) touchdowns. Like, Aaron Jones just took off. Because I've always, I've been saying it since last year, Aaron Jones, like, give him the ball. Like, McCarthy, I don't think, gave him the ball enough. He had, like, five yards of carry last year on average. And he led the league. I think it was, like, best all time or something. But, like, obviously he didn't get a lot of carries because uh, McCarthy never stuck with the run. And, you know, there's other reasons because he couldn't stick with the run. But uh, he he gets four touchdowns. And one of them he waves to the defender as he's running the engine, which I think was the coolest thing ever. And uh, he was on Pat McAfee's podcast or, or a radio show, whatever, which one it was. And he said uh, – Coach said, "Yeah, don't do that no more." He's like, "He could have got flagged, and they could have take the they could have took the touchdown away." So he's like, "I won't be doing that anymore." But like, what do you think about Aaron Jones and like like what he's doing? Oh, I think it's amazing, and I can't wait to get uh, Jamal back because that's just a one-two punch. I mean, they both have their special talents and all that, and to get them both in the field, I mean, they're I mean, I think this team's gonna be special. I've been telling my wife since day one, and you know. I think this is going to be a special year for us, especially having those two guys back there. I mean, obviously, Aaron's doing phenomenal. He has 10 touchdowns right now, which is more than the whole Jets and someone else. It was supposed I, to- I think the Dolphins. Yeah, the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah, he's mind. got yeah by himself, he's got more than the, 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 those two teams. Yeah, which is hilarious. You know, yeah. that, you know what? <laughs> well, uh, well, I I agree. Like, what I hopefully Jamal Williams is back, and I I heard something that he passed the concussion protocol, so I think he'll be back Monday. But I don't know because I didn't see that where he'll be playing. But he passed, so he's practicing, and uh, so hopefully he, he can come back sooner rather than later. I think Jamal Williams is a beast too. Like, I think these two guys together, and and you, you can tell that the relationship because I I think that's really important. Like what. I don't think people talk about it enough is like the relationship with the teammates. Like if if they're good, like they're rooting each other on, they're helping each other. So like Aaron Jones goes out and he's like, you know, Jamal's going in, he's like, hey, I see this out there, I see that out there. It's not like competitive. They're just a they're a team and they're helping each other. Exactly, and and having them you know both out there, it's just like okay, who's gonna get the ball? You can't watch them both, and then you got. Rock. I mean, it's it's a tough squad. I mean, like we're gonna be. We're going to be something to talk about. I mean, again, and I love being the underdog. We're still being the underdog, which is awesome. Yeah. We're the, Green Bay where we need to be right now. Yeah, the Packers are getting so disrespected right now. Like, even the ranking, I saw, I don't know what it was, ESP. No, I think it was pro, whatever, pro football focus, whatever. I, I, I can't stand that website. I shouldn't even have said it. Not that they need whatever, my promotion or whatever. But I think it's a horrible thing. They have the Vikings ranked ahead of the Packers. Oh Jesus! I the the whole list thing. I, yeah, the whole the first of all, the Vikings shouldn't be ahead of the Bears. <laughs> like in, in my opinion, the Bears yeah. to me are a better team than the Vikings. And to have I forget what it was. The Packers were like number five, and the Vikings were six. I think it what it was what. But whatever. But I, I these lists I could go off on a rant right now. I hate these lists because this isn't college football. And like I get they're gonna do it because that's what people do. They talk about who's better and who's this and that. But like. Have to, anybody can make, I can make a list and like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I mean I know the Packers, but like I'm not like <clears throat> I, I'm not great to say. All right, I, I haven't watched. I, I try to watch as much football as I can, but I don't have Sunday tickets, so I don't watch every game. But like I'm saying anyone can make a list, and they're they're all blown, especially these these half cocked websites who are trying to be ESPN, but they never will. But uh, <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, who 
I mean, who's leading the North right now? The Packers. Yes, sir. Who is last in the North right now? The Vikings. So that it's like, that's insane. That somebody would think the say the I a lot of times I, I just think it's for clicks. So people will be talking about it, and like they'll tweet about it all mad. Arr, you you're stupid, you know. And they'll the, they get their clicks that way. All right. So let me ask you this: Who's the one player to surprise you on this team that? Maybe not even like a crazy way, like oh my god, I never thought he'd do that. But like, who who's one player like wow, he's really balling out. I I I didn't see that. Uh, I mean, it's I mean tough this year. I mean, obviously, I didn't know a lot about the Smiths, you know, you know, you know, coming into the year, but 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 Jair and Kevin King have really stepped up this year. I think they take that you know that next level. Yeah, really stepped up this year, and like I mean, and do whatever you want, say whatever you want about Jair against you know. Uh, you know, Cowboys wide receiver. Yeah, like, Cooper. Yeah, but I mean, Cooper's an elite wide receiver. But again, he shut him down except maybe one or two plays. Yeah, well, what I think it is too is Jair is a playmaker. Like he's he's going for the big play. He's not playing conservative. He's playing aggressive. So he's going to get beat once in a while. But like Jair is a is an animal, dude. I love I love how he plays. I love how he. His swagger, I love his his attitude. I love all that. Like, yeah, he, he's gonna get beat once in a while because he's going for the pick. But uh, yeah, he is. yeah, yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, he's going for that big play. But like, yeah, I, I, to me, like, I don't know because I expected the Smith boys to do good, but maybe not as good as they are. I mean, like, like I I expected big things, but not because I have knowledge, just because I like I, I have gut feelings about players. Like I remember like Will Blackman back in the day when I was playing Madden, I'd switch him and he'd be like number one corner. Like when he first started, like I just have like certain players that I just cling on to, and uh, the the Smith boys were like that, and uh, they're they're absolutely balling out and like more than I thought they would. Yeah, no, of course, but yeah, definitely. I mean, but definitely. I mean, but uh, uh, Jair and, and Kevin King. Those guys have been huge this year for us. Oh yeah, I think, I, I think like they almost felt like disrespected because the secondary always got so much smack, and Kevin King was you know he he struggled to stay healthy. So now that he's healthy, I think he's just trying to show everyone because Kevin King is a great cornerback when he's on the field. He just struggled to stay on the field. But Kevin King, like I, I would say, yeah, he's probably even more than the Smith boys were. Uh, I'm surprised. Not that I'm surprised. Cause I knew he was good, but like I saw a stat where like. He wasn't like they didn't score a touchdown when he's on the field. I don't know if that's true, but uh, I saw where it said they took him out, you know, for rest. They scored a touchdown. They put him back in. They didn't, and then they put him. They took him out again, and they scored. I'm not saying that that obviously is a coincidence, but he's holding his own. Like his his uh, receivers ain't, ain't ain't balling out. So Jair and him are a great duo out there. Yeah, and I saw a post on. Uh like, you know, one of the Facebook groups I follow, the people wanted to trade him this week. I'm like, what are you talking about? Are you on drugs? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Facebook groups are the worst. I have one, and the, the fans in there are, they're insane. They want to trade everyone. <laughs> yeah, they probably trade Rodgers if they could. Like, yeah, I, I seen a post, I think, last year where they're like, well, if we trade Rodgers. Dude, Rodgers has, like, I have a question here because I have uh, some people we're asking questions on social media or whatever. But, like, how long do you think Rodgers will play? Like, he says that he'll play. Like, I, I think it was an interview. He said <clears throat> that he wants to play. His dream scenario, he plays till he's 45. 
he wins a Super Bowl and goes off on the sunset and just goes and goes, whatever he does on, on his off time. And, uh, like, th- that'd be perfect. But how long do you uh, expect Rodgers to play? And w- when do you think they should start planning for uh, his replacement? Well, I mean, I think as long as he can stay healthy, as long as he can keep his body conditioned the way that he needs to, I'd say probably at least 41 or 42. I mean, I mean, I mean, look at Brady. I mean, it's just like, and I, you know, people want to talk about Brady and all that. People want to hate on Brady. I don't hate Brady. No, me neither. Incredible what he did. Yeah, I, I actually like Brady. I think Brady, like, like I know I'm not supposed to. Packer fans don't like Tom Brady, but I like Tom Brady. I think he's a good dude. I think that uh, he's he's kind of funny, like his posts, his Instagram stuff. I, I just like it. I follow him on all the stuff. He doesn't seem like a bad dude. Did he cheat? Possibly, probably. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I mean, but what NFL team? I'm not saying we've ever cheated, but it's just like what NFL team doesn't try to get an edge somehow? Yeah, they 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 try to get an edge, and I don't know what's true and what's not true. Like deflate. First of all, deflating balls, I really don't care about. To me, that. I don't know. They should have just came out because I, I I believe that something probably happened there. But they should have just came out and said, "Yeah, you got us." But <laughs> I think that because they're going to the Super Bowl, they're they didn't want to admit it, and then he gets suspended for the Super Bowl. Like he can't have that. But uh, so I, I don't know if they did or didn't. But I really don't care. Like the videotape and stuff back in the day, like that to me is straight up cheating, and that should have been uh, if that was true and truly happening. Like that's wrong because you shouldn't be uh, videotaping practices or whatever the hell they were doing. But, yeah, I got no hate for Brady. Yeah, no, here do I. So. I think we're, like, probably the only two Packers fans don't hate Brady. I know. I just don't hate greatness. Like, Tom Brady, like, I, I believe as an NFL quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady at throwing the ball. But I think that Brady's had, like, I think Bill Belichick's a genius. And I think that that they're just good at putting coaches together, putting players together, getting players to come in there for cheap balling out and when they do ball out they release them and then they go sign for big money somewhere else like they're just good at because it, it, it's kind of to me like college football like remember back in the day when usc like i don't watch college football but i see it from afar i, I watch the badgers that's it but like usc back in the day then alabama and when those teams were balling out all the kids wanted to go to them so they would just get all the best kids because they're winning and the kids want to win because if they win they get you know to the nfl and all that so it's kind of like what the Patriots did. Like, we're winning. So if you want a Super Bowl, come play for us. So these great players would come play for really cheap. And Brady can play for a little less because his wife makes like a quadrillion dollars a day. <laughs> yeah. People always say that. They always talk about, well, Brady uh, takes a pay cut. How come Aaron Rodgers won't? Well, Tom Brady is married to one of the most successful supermodels in the world. Like, you know, he's doing all right. Plus, he's got TV sports. He's doing all those things. So, yeah, he could take a pick. And I know Aaron Rodgers probably good, too. He makes – I'm not going to tell someone – because if my boss comes to me and says, hey, we need some more employees, you want to take a pay cut? <laughs> that, oh. that ain't going to happen, bro. <laughs> like, that, that, I'm just not going to. So I'm not going to tell another man to, like, you should take a pay cut, you know, like, I, whatever. But I don't think Danica's, you know, strapped for cash, though. I mean, I no, but they're not, like, married, you know. They're, just, like, they're, like, dating. So it's a little different. That's true. Yeah, because, like, if you're dating someone, that's not, that's not your money. And uh, if you're married, you know you know how that goes. <laughs> All right, so we got some more questions here because a lot of people have been there's a lot of questions. Like I, I, I that, that's what I love about social media is I don't have I don't know like what to talk about. I can just be like put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter, uh, wherever, and people just ask like the greatest questions. Like you guys should be producing my show. <laughs> so today 
on Thursday. I won't be posting until Friday. So yesterday, <laughs> technically, Brett Favre's birthday. So happy birthday, Brett Favre. Yeah, 50 years old, right? 50 years old. That makes me feel old because like, I'm 40. But, like, like, I don't know. Like, when I was a kid, like, I don't know. I guess I was, like, 13 or something. I don't know, 13, 14 years old when he came up. And uh, or like when he started playing, because like I, I mentioned before in podcasts, but like Don Mikulski was my dude. Actually, yes, he was. Wasn't I got I wasn't that from you that you sent me those cards? Yeah, yeah, I got them today, and I was thinking I was like, I think that was Marcus. I did Don Mikulski autograph card and a Sterling Sharp autograph card, dude. That is yeah. the coolest thing ever, dude. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's like because our last time that we talked, you know, you mentioned that, you know, Don Mikulski was your quarterback, you know, growing up and first, first year, you're like, oh man, you know? Yeah. That's what it was. Like when, when Favre, cause I, cause me and me and Mark made a podcast before, but I didn't post it cause it didn't work out and the audio was whatever. But so like we, we talked about this, but uh, Don Mikulski like was my dude. Like I had a seven Jersey I had, it was all beat up. My mom probably got a rummage sale or whatever. And it didn't say Mikulski on the back. It was just a green jersey with a seven. It could have been a Jets jersey for all I know. But <laughs> but I love me some Don Mikulski. And we have our snow suits on with the jerseys over. We'd be outside playing in the snow. We used to do it at halftime. We'd watch Packer game. we go to halftime. You know, the kids get all juiced up. They're like, yeah, let's go play some football. You play oh, football yeah. during halftime. Come in all dirty. Your mom's yelling because you're dragging snow and dirt in the house. But uh, Don Mikulski was my dude. When 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 Brett Favre took over Don Mikulski and he didn't come back, like, I was mad. I was like, dude, who's this dude? Like, we want magic, man. Like, dude, this is this is bull crap. And then we saw Brett Favre play and we're like, all right, hold up. Let's see what this guy can. And then he ended up being, like, ridiculous. But I, I still love me some Don Mikulski. Yeah, no. And, like, you know, after we talked, I did get to uh, acquire those cards you know, from a buddy. And I was like, you know what? I'm missing, you know, uh, uh, the much of Matt. No, I appreciate that, man. You, 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 the real MVP. <laughs> so, speaking of Brett Favre, all right? What is your favorite, like, like, what's your favorite memory of Brett Favre? Like, what's that game or play, or maybe you met him or whatever it is? What's that that sticks out to you about Brett Favre? Oh man, there's so many. I think, I mean, I just. There's been a few games that he was in, but I think uh, regular season in overtime in Denver. I think it was in Denver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what game you're talking about. Yeah, that first pass in overtime, he just launched. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was iconic. Dude, that was like first play overtime. You're like, cause you know whenever overtime starts, you're like, Man, I hope, you know, hopefully we can get down this field. And back then, I don't even think, I think it was a field goal won the game. It wasn't the original rules, like, or the rules of today, where now you got to get. So it was just like, get down there, kick a field goal. Then he just slings it to the left side. I forget who he threw it to, but touchdown. Like, that was the, that was just, that was beautiful. Yeah, no, that was like, and, you know, there's so many great passes he's had and just like crazy passes he's had, but it's just like, that memory just sticks out for me. I don't, I don't know why, but that memory just sticks out for me with Brett Favre. All right, so I'm going to go through his numbers. I, I got some notes here, right? I'm getting a little better at this podcasting. I actually write stuff down once in a while. All right. He has, in his career, if these are right, I got this off Instagram. So <laughs> who knows? No, he got 71, 838 yards, 
508 touchdowns, 62 completion percentage, 28 fourth quarter comebacks, 43 game winning drives. Like, where do you put him, like, all time? Do you put him in top 10? Where, where, where do you put him? I mean, honestly, I'm a little bit favoritism. It's hard not to put him in top 10. It's hard not to even put him in the top 5, but definitely top 10. See, like, to me, like, I don't know. I, I suck at, like, uh, naming off, like, like top 10, top whatever. But, like, I don't put – I put him above John Elway, which a lot of people don't. But I don't yeah. like John Elway at all. So no, I'm biased as hell. Because you know Super Bowl thirty two kind of put a thing in my mouth like I I don't I don't bad taste like I don't like John Elway at all I, I I don't wish anything good for him like I don't wish bad I don't wish you know anything serious but I wish for him to lose lots of games <laughs> so like I I put like I don't I don't know where I put him but I definitely top ten maybe top five yeah, he threw a lot of interceptions but if you're talking about like just entertaining to watch I think I think Brett Favre it probably was the most entertaining player to ever watch at any position. Like he, like you never knew even other teams. I remember uh, a game that they're playing the Vikings and Randy Moss was like a, he was mic'd up or whatever. And he came off the bench. He's like, Oh, this is Brett Favre. Brett Favre on the field. It was like the end of the game. Like we needed a touchdown to win. And he was like, everyone wanted to watch Brett Favre, good or bad. Like he was gonna, <laughs> he was going to entertain the hell out of you. Yeah, and he thought he could complete every single pass. So it's like whether it's going to be a completion or an interception, in his mind, he was going to complete that pass. If he had like yeah. the smallest window ever, he was, he was a, you know gunslinging in there. <laughs> yeah, like it, it could go either way. Like I remember the game when he threw six picks against the Rams. Like I felt like death that day. I remember that that game and just watching like because every time you threw a pick, you're like, all right, we still got this. <laughs> we still got it. Throwing our pick, like oh, the defense. I don't know if they stopped. I don't remember the details of the game, but I was like, we. I always have faith. Like I'm always optimistic when it comes to the Packers. We could be down like 30, 34, 10, and I'm like, all right, no, we still got it. Like my whole thing is like when I watch a game. I'm always standing up. Even in my house, my family hates it. My wife's like, move over. I can't see. You know, I'm always standing. So, like, everyone knows, like, if I sit, that means either I had too much to drink or I I lost faith. Like, if we're down a ridiculous amount, then I'll sit down and it's like, to me, and it doesn't mean it's always over. Sometimes I come back up. I stand back up. <laughs> but I, I really don't give up on my team. But, you know, it, when you're really getting beat bad, it's like halfway through the third quarter. It's like, all right, this is over. So I'll sit down. But, yeah, that, that's what I do. I stand up and I cheer like I'm there. <laughs> oh, exactly. And that's why I am as well. I mean, I sit down. I mean, obviously, I have to watch it on TV and all that. We like we, we have our same spots every game we watch. It. We have, like, our rituals that we do. Yeah. And we're, like, you know, going insane. It's just like, it's just, you know, even until, like, even, even especially, like, last year, a couple years ago, like, when we were down and all that, we're like, okay, still having all, you know, still have a chance, but, but, but there's been some comebacks, you know, that, you know, again, I watched the uh, Miracle on Motown, down 20 of the nothing. Yeah. You know? You Dude, that was ridiculous. That, like, that moment was just, like, like, there's no, like, it's like a movie. Like, that doesn't happen in real life. Like, that Hail Mary was just ridiculous. Oh, I know. That was insane. And, again, that was clearly a you know, face mask. People were like, oh, that wasn't a face mask. That oh, was yeah. Mask. That was such. First of all, like, I argue with Lion fans forever about this. They finally shut up about it. But, like, if you touch a player's face mask and his head turns, they're going to throw a flag. And they're like, well, he turned his head on purpose. 
Well, if he did, yeah, good for him. Don't touch his yeah, face mask. You had him. Don't yeah, touch his face mask. Passing. Yeah, we just had a roughing the passer penalty on us. Yeah. But he literally just touched his helmet. Yeah, like you, you, you should know the situation. It was whatever down, but time was coming off the clock. Like all he, you had your arms on him. All you got, he can't chuck it down the field when you're on top of him. So all you got to do is stay on him. But he touched his face mask, and exactly. then miracles happen, baby. <laughs> yes, it does. And not just once, not just twice, but three times. Yeah, dude. Like if you talk about like Aaron Rodgers in his prime, like 2010, 11, 12, 13, you know, up until like. He got hurt or whatever. Like, this place he made is just ridiculous. But I think he still has some magic in him. Oh, I think so, too. But I'm just saying, like, those years, like, now they, they don't ask him to do that. Like, with this defense. They, and then that's why, I like, because I saw uh, an interview with him, a press conference, whatever it was, where he said, I don't care about stats. I'm not, I don't care about any of that. He did that, done that. He wants to win. And he's playing like he wants to win, like, they don't need to throw the ball. Like, run the ball. There's no way a running back for the Packers gets four touchdowns in 2011 or 12. No. <laughs> There's no way. Not, that, not saying he's padding the stats, but, dude, Aaron Rodgers, like, you have Aaron Rodgers, you throw the damn ball. But now they have, you know, they got a running game, they got a defense. Like, you don't need to take those chances. Let them do his thing, but kind of control it, tone it down a little bit. And, you know, Devontae Adams hurt. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, 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 speaking of that, like, who's gonna step up? Like, cause I, 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 I just read actually right before we came on, I got a notification on my phone. Devonte Adams said that he's not ruling out he won't play Monday, but he didn't sound very optimistic according to what I read. So I, 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 I actually doubt he'll play Monday because he had turf toe. Like turf toe could be a very, very bad injury. I think Sterling Sharp had that, and yeah. Uh, but they said it wasn't the severe case. But uh, who do you think steps up, assuming that uh, Devontae Adams is out one more game? I mean, gosh, I mean, you got to have uh, MVS step up. You know, you got to have Geronimo step up. It's just like, you know, and it's just like people are like, oh, we need to trade for a wide receiver. We don't. You know, it's just like, I don't think that we do. I mean, that we, would it be nice? Of course it is. You know, of course it would be nice. But, it's like, but mid-season? Trade for a wide receiver that usually never goes good. Yeah, but, but I definitely think I mean MBS is sort of like a cob. He's that deep threat guy, and you know I know there were some overthrown balls last week and all that. If they can get on the same level, I think it's going to be you know insane, and scary. Well, I, I saw somewhere someone said I don't know if it's true because I'm not a stat guy, but they said wide receivers who get traded during the season never have good seasons. Like they don't. Yeah. No one comes into a new team and blows up because it's not Madden. You can't just plug a guy in and he's just gonna ball up. Unless you're talking about like trading for like an elite wide receiver. And in the NFL right now, there's no elite wide receivers that are would be traded except for ones that have issues. Like uh, I saw uh, Odell Beckham. They're putting that they got him on the trade block, but that would be his third team in seven games. If you go back. Yeah, and I don't think that we want him in our Yeah, that's there's a reason why the Browns would want to get rid of him. Like, I don't know what that reason is. Obviously, he's got his issues. Like, you've seen him beating up uh, kicker nets and doing all these. I didn't see him doing that this year. But there's got to be a reason. We're not trading him because he's a great player. 
<laughs> like they're not trading him because he's a great teammate. You know, there, there's a reason why they why they would want to trade him. Yeah, and I guess maybe yeah, it's just he's not fixing it. And we, you know, I mean, our locker room is doing so well right now. Yeah, I wouldn't. Someone I can maybe alter that. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I and the thing is too, like if you trade, okay, so you say we're not going to trade for. Uh, Odell Beckham. We're not gonna trade for Brown because I don't want Brown at all. Because uh, I don't know his allegations of what what whatever's happening there. But if if that's true, I like I say this to everyone. Like if you are a rapist, I'm not saying he is because I don't know the details of that. But if someone is, I don't want them on my team. And if someone on our team does that, I don't care who how good they are. I don't want them on my team. Like that to me is unforgivable and. Uh, we don't need that, and not to mention the fact, even if that isn't true, I don't need a guy who's doing all the antics, the helmet, the you know, all the crazy stuff he did in Oakland. We don't need that. No, definitely not. I mean, it's just like we, you know, let our defense be the you know be the characters. Our offense just needs to be lighting it up. Yeah, and I think that going back to like who we got on our team, because like if you trade for someone that's not those two top guys, then you're going to trade for guys who are about what we have already. So you're not going to trade for a guy who has MVS uh, talent when you have MVS, you know, he knows the offense. So I, I wouldn't be mad if they traded for a receiver, like if they wanted depth or whatever, but I wouldn't be trading for someone to like replace or knock MVS down the depth chart. Or like, I think Geronimo Allison has it. Like, they just need to get on the same page because with this being a new offense, they're all learning on the go. So, like, they don't all know maybe all the reads, all the little nods at Rodgers. Like, back when Jordy was here, Rodgers would just look at Jordy and, like, give him a little nod, and he would know what he meant. And Devontae knows that. These guys are just learning. I mean, they're not just learning, but they're they're not, like, they haven't played with Rodgers since forever. Plus, it being a new offense, so now they're thinking. Because the worst thing a player can do is have to think while he's on the field. It should just be second nature. So they're thinking. So it's going to take some time. Like every week, like I got this written down. Every week the offense has scored more points than the week before. I don't know where I put that. I put it somewhere. That's true. But yeah, but the, oh yeah, they scored 10 points the first week, 21 points a week after, then 27, 27, 34. Is that going to keep rising? I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely, and I think you know, it's a good possibility this week that we outscore that. Yeah. You know what? And, and I think with our running game getting going the way that it is, and people are going to you know, start you know, loading the box, that's going to give me you know, room for you know, uh, uh, Jimmy Graham to make a big play. I'm still sold on Jimmy Graham. I think he's going to get a lot more you know, things to him and all that. I'm not hating on the guy. Yeah, I feel like they said something to him because, like, He's, I mean, I'm, I don't hate on Jimmy Graham either, but his blocking has been like a little sketchy. But last week, I mean, he was blocking like a beast. Like he was doing his thing. He had some. I think he had some catches. Like he he had a good game, and he was doing what he's supposed to do. Because we need a tight end that's going to block. Yeah, no, I agree. But you know, I think he still has some you know, some fuel left in the tank. I think oh he yeah. Up, you know, and then and the, and the guys are on the same level as him. I think it's going to be lights up. And then bringing Devontae back, we're going to be insane. Yeah, it, 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 it's going to be nuts because, yeah, like if they start loading the box, that's when Rodgers will go out. And they're going to have to. Aaron Jones scored four touchdowns. Like they're going to have to. The, I don't know. Like I wouldn't want to be a defensive coordinator going against – because you don't know because you load the box, now Aaron Rodgers goes off. You know, you know, 
old Aaron Rodgers comes back. Not to say that he's not doing his thing now, but like you know, they're they're focused on running the ball. They're focused on defense. They're not chucking it all over the place like when McCarthy was here. Yeah, exactly. You can't load the box against Aaron Rodgers. No, you cannot. You'll <laughs> you'll regret that real quick. Yeah, exactly. He says with, okay, on here we go. All right, so let me ask you this. All right, because someone asked this question. You know how I, whenever you watch the Patriots, right, Bill Belichick makes his game plan based off the other team, not based off his team. So if he thinks you can't run the ball or stop the run, he's going to run the ball. If he thinks you can't stop the pass, he's going to be slaying it. I feel like LaFleur did that this week. Like, and it had a lot to do with Devontae Adams being out, I'm sure. But like he had a heavy game running plan. He I think he had a ridiculously good game plan. It worked perfectly. And like what do you think about that? Did what do you think about his game plan and like like how he called the game and how he handled himself? Well, and I on the same line, uh people thought Zeke was gonna run all over us. Yeah. And here we had in the 60s, I don't know exactly, I think it was 67, maybe he's a little bit shorter, a little bit longer, but he's only in the 60s. I mean, we stopped the run. Yeah, they had a big few plays, like big plays where Dak patted his, well, not patted his side, but got his yards up, but, I mean, they said if we can stop the run, we're going to win the game. And we had, what, three turnovers as well? And so we did what we needed to do against Dallas to win uh, to win the game. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, so I think he's... You know, whether it was Mike Patton or him, I bet they're working together. You know, and it's just like, I think, I mean, against the Lions, we'll, we'll do the same thing. We'll do the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, that, that, was the, that was the knock on the Packers. Like, I saw people say that Zeke was going to get two, 300 yards against Packers. Exactly. Pack, the, the, the thing is, people have long memories. Fans have long memories. So, like, everyone's saying the Packers' defense sucks. Like, I still see it. I get a Instagram messages. I get comments on Twitter, wherever, everywhere. So the Packers' defense sucked. Like, you're not watching games. You're going off of, like, what you read or what you saw or what you saw last year or last few years. This defense does not suck. They far from suck. I, I would take this defense. I'm not sure I would take any other defense over this defense because they're just getting started. Yeah, no, give us our defense against any team in the league. And, you know, you we were talking about this at work. It's like, I don't care what team it is. I think that we have a chance to win every game with our defense and Aaron Rodgers, at, you know, at quarterback. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, people always message me because I'm, like, an optimistic. And, like, I'll, I'll talk about it. Like, I, I think I tweeted it. I said, there's no team that the Packers, that I that I fear. I think there's no team the Packers can't beat. And every the Patriot fans jump out of the woodwork. Because if you start praising your team, the Patriot fans will find you. And I don't even hate the Patriots, <laughs> but their fans are annoying as hell. They're, they jump out of the woodwork. And I, the Patriots haven't played anyone. The Patriots have the easiest schedule in the history of the NFL, I think. Like, they're going to be 7-0, and and I don't think they ever played. If they go 7-0, I don't think that they'll play one winning team. Like, their AFC is easy. Their division is the easiest in NFL history. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people think that the NFL just gives them an easy schedule. I mean, do you not – it's like, do people not know how the NFL schedule Oh, yeah. It's, it's not like they're trying. It just happens to be. Yeah, you played your, you know, your division twice – you finished first in your division last year. You finished all the first in the NFC again, and then you play a NFC team, and then you play an AFC team. That's how it works every year. That's, that's the sixteen games. It's not like oh, let's give these teams and you know, like let's give this team an easy schedule. It's exactly it's just, it's it's a science how they do it. It's, yeah, it's the same thing every year. 
Yeah, it just they just happen to get lucky because they play in a crap division and the AFC isn't insanely strong this year. So they 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 haven't made. Yeah, well, well, you know, but it's just like I thought that the Colts were gonna run. I mean, the Chiefs were gonna just beat the heck out of the uh, Colts, and you just never know. So the say they're oh yeah 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 probably gonna be, but you just never know. Yeah, yeah, any given Sunday. So that's what I want to talk about. Speaking of the AFC, the Jaguars. All right, uh, Gardner Minshew. This dude, to me, I, I love him. I think he's like my favorite person in the NFL is not a Packer player, besides like J.J. Watt and all these guys. But I just love his attitude, his personality. Like I saw, like, he just he's like a 70s guy that just is in the wrong era. But I want to ask you this be, before we talk about him. Someone asked this question. Who's got a better mustache, Aaron Rodgers or Gardner Minshew? Oof. Well, d- does Gardner cover the entire upper lip, or does it go below the... I think it goes below. Well, and he keeps it, too. Rodgers cuts it for the season. But I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers just because you know, I'm biased as hell. I don't even hide it. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a homer. But I do love Gardner Minshew, like... Like his whole his whole thing, I love all of it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's a pretty that's, that's a pretty sweet mustache. And I don't know if you saw that interview with Aaron Rodgers on the uh, Pat McAfee show talking about your know, mustaches and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were talking about like if it goes past the lip and like all this, like they were getting into it. Yeah, exactly. So shout out to the Pat McAfee show with that one. Oh, dude, was- Pat McAfee is the goat. Like I, I actually. Watch or listen to Pat McAfee every single day. He's the one person that, like, I think he's the best thing that's ever happened to the internet. Like, like I before I do podcasts, a lot of times I'll just listen to him. I ain't trying to steal his style, but I'm definitely like he's like the best to, for me. He's the best to, to to podcast. He's the best person on a microphone, and like I hope one day I'll be near as good as this dude. Well, I agree. No, I disagree. I think he's the third best. I think you and Ben. Are- yeah. <laughs> I prefer, and then Pat's you number uh, number three. Yeah, Ben's the man. The Green Bay guy. Shout out to the Green Bay guy. So go check him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. But uh, yeah, he, he he's my dude. Actually, he helped me with my audio. I was having big problems with my audio, so I I, I I was texting with him. He actually got me to get this all going. So this podcast would not be possible without the Green Bay guy. So anyone listening, you can blame the Green Bay guy for this happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Or we know. Oh yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the refs. A lot of people ask me about the refs. All right. What do you think about the refs' impact on games? Like they made this pass interference rule for. I feel like they made it for the Saints fans to shut them up because the fans got exactly. totally screwed. But now they're not. They're not implementing it. Like they're severe, and they're not just on the Packers because there's some a lot. Anyone listening to this knows because they're probably Packer fans that that the Packers got screwed on the pass interference. But around the league, it's happening. And they're not reversed. I don't know if they reversed any. Like, none, none that I saw. I'm sure I don't watch every game. But, like, what, what's going on? Are they? What's the point of having a rule if you're not going to implement and use it? Yeah, exactly. I actually thought Aaron was uh, a little bit uh, uh, disappointed and uh, on the floor for not actually calling, like, you know, to throw the flag on the pass interference whenever MBS not completely passive, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying they, you know, uh, overturned it. But I'm just, you know, uh, but it's just, I just, I mean, one, it's human error when it comes to refs. I mean, obviously, your rep videos are hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> nice. But it's just, I mean, it's human error, but it's just, it has to be inclusive. 
Yeah, well, you know? my thing is, is like, why have instant replay if you're not going to use it right? Like, how can like you, us at home and the commentators even see it and say, this is this. They have their expert come on, which I think their experts more usually are morons. But then the ref like doesn't doesn't overturn. It's like, what are you doing? Like, if, if a guy is going to catch the ball and the defender runs into him while not looking at for the ball, that's pass interference. It's It's not like a... You know, I get it in real time. You don't see it right in all this. But, like, get it right when you have the opportunity. Like, why don't they have a guy up top? And they call New York and they do all that. But, like, how do they not see it? Like, you have the video right there. You have every angle. Just get it right. Well, Matt, I think you should be able to come around. All right. (laughs) Put me up top in in the box, right? I can see the whole field, all right? My eyes are cocked like a pistol. I see the whole thing. And we get this thing right. We fix the NFL. So, Roger Goodell, if you're listening, get at me. I got you. <laughs> exactly. No, but, again, it's just, come here, but I'm surprised they haven't overturned some this year. If you're going to have this rule. Yeah, you got to overturn some. And, like, what do you think about this, the hit on Jamal, right? There was no fine for that. Someone else, I forget what team and what player it was, hit another guy similarly, a little bit more uh, with intent because he went low, hit him in the head. He got suspended for the year. I don't get how Jamal Williams hit doesn't get a fine. I'm not saying suspended for you. I do think he should have got one game because I believe I if fine eighty thousand dollars. Who did? Uh, the guy who hit Jamal. I didn't get fined. Oh, did he? I thought I heard he didn't get fined at all. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah, but one of us are wrong. I, it could be me too because I might have. They might have uh, changed it or whatever, or I just read the wrong tweet. But, well, maybe I dreamed it. You know, who knows? I mean, it's just like I, I just remember like seeing bits and pieces of stuff. You know, when I see on social media. But usually, I'm drinking when I'm reading. So <laughs> who knows? You know. But I think that if, if there's a hit that you should get kicked out for, and you don't because the ref just doesn't think so, then you should be suspended a game. Like that oh that God. hit to me, he should have been ejected for. People are like, well, it was an accident. Here, here's what I say about accidents. Like when when my son first started driving. I explained it to him. I said, if you go through a stop sign because you're talking, you're looking at your phone or you're looking at the radio or you see a butterfly out your window and you go through a stop sign, you hurt someone, you're going to jail. Like you hurt something. It doesn't matter if it's an accident. No one cares that it was an accident. In life, there's no accidents. It doesn't matter if you didn't mean to do something. You did it. And if you hurt someone, you have to pay that price. And like, so I don't care if it's an accident. He went low, put his head down. He broke the rule. Gave him a concussion, could have like severely injured him, which he oh, did. But he could have been a lot worse. And like it doesn't matter because they're like, well, he said sorry at the end because he went over and you know tapped him on the head and said nice things to him. But like to me, it doesn't matter. Like you don't get to do that. Like if you go through a stop sign and you hit someone, you can't go up to him like, oh, I'm sorry. Like that doesn't yeah it doesn't take the neck brace off my neck, guy. Like I think you got to be punished for it. No, exactly. Just it, and that brings you back to uh, people that should have been punished, like Sue. Whenever I don't know, it's like a playoff game or whatever. That's what that he like was standing on, like Rogers' calf. Yeah, so yeah, he leaned on that. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's so purposeful. Yeah, that was. Dude, don't get me started on that. Like Sue, like that dude was just—he's the dirtiest, whatever. All right. No, but I mean, like, I mean, the dude's definitely—if he was not fine, he should have been fine, or at least a game, because it's just like. 
Yeah. Well, the the Sue for so many, he should have been suspended. I think when he leaned on Rogers' calf like that, that should have been like like a season or like five games. Like if it's clearly, I don't care how little or much it is, if you're clearly trying to hurt someone, you're clearly like when he stomped on, uh, I forget who it was. He stomped on. He stomped on someone's leg, uh, offensive lineman. Like that, that stuff like that. You that, that's to me clear cut suspension. I, it doesn't always have to be for a full season, but if you're purposely like you can see it like that, like dude, you got to do something about that. Yeah, and he shoved another one of her faces, like Claire's faces, into the ground. Yeah, there's so many. <laughs> there's yeah. so many times he did crazy. I don't know why he still has a job in the NFL. I mean, he is dirty. Oh yeah, he's probably the dirtiest player I've ever watched uh, since the new era of, like, rules and all that. Like, back in the day. I remember back in the day, I think it was Howie Long, who came... I was just a little kid then. Came across the middle. A receiver caught the ball across the middle. He drills this dude. Like, unbelievable. Like, I would have died. He just knocks this dude out. Then drops to the ground and counts one, two, three, like wrestling. (laughs) And the dude's hurt. And then he goes, one... Two, three, and he goes, you're out of there. And then I think he got – he might have got kicked out of the game. I, I don't remember. I was looking. But I remember watching it. I've seen replays since then. But I was like, dude, that was the most savage thing ever. Like today if that happened in real life or like in today's game, they probably would kick him out of the NFL. <laughs> oh, no, I agree. And, and, there was a, and there was a pretty savage one about a Packers player back in probably like in the 80s and all that. Again, I don't remember watching it live because I was so young at that point in time. I don't know what – a defensive player it was like after uh, Jim McMahon threw the ball yeah pile drives him yeah I, I know exactly I, I posted this clip on Facebook I, I forget his name off the top of my head but uh, yeah he, McMahon throws the interception He he's running as he throws it slows down to a jog almost stops running that's how much time went by and dude exactly. picked him up and spiked him on the ground. And actually, people say that was the downfall of being man because he got hurt. Yeah. Ditka tried to fight everyone. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but th- there was dirty hits on the Packers because that's what I love about the 80s. That Packer-Bear rivalry was on point. Like, there was a play I saw where uh, Walter Payton was running the ball. He ran it out of bounds. The Packer defender held on to him, pushed him, and threw him all the way over the bench. He, like, flew over the bench. And, like, the 80s were just nasty. Like, And there's plays on the Bears, I'm sure. I didn't see a lot of them. But that the Bears were being dirty against the Packers. But that was the 80s, man. Everyone, it was a free-for-all. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and I was just born in 79. But I, I remember watching. And I've seen, you know, clips of old clips. And they were just, they didn't care. They didn't care in the 80s. They were like, everyone's going to get hurt. Yeah, unfortunately, I was a little bit too young. I was born in 85, so I don't remember exactly watching those you know games too much but yeah man it's that was that was football back then now it's just like you can't even touch anybody without a flag being thrown. and then some people you know completely destroy someone that no flag it's like yeah it's all so like yeah you, you don't know what you get like someone will get like rogers i think made a, a thing about it where he got drilled by two guys after he threw the ball just like twisted and Smashed, no flag. A couple plays later, one guy hits him and he gets a flag. And he's like, So two guys hit me, I got nothing. One guy, I think maybe it was a makeup call. I don't know what it was, but like. Oh, that probably was because like he like he like put other uh, number two up. He's like, What, two guys and hit me and no flag? And- <laughs> yeah. 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 So the NFC North, they got the Packers at four and one, Lions two, one and one, 
Bears three and two, Vikings three and two. How are you feeling about the NFC North right now? And are the Packers, like where they stand? Well, I'm feeling obviously really good. I mean, obviously a win Monday night will be, I mean, obviously huge, especially because one, it's in Lambeau, and then the next two out of the three games we're going to go against our you know digital opponents are going to be on the road. But it's going to be, I mean, I think we have a great shot going into the season. I heard a lot of good things about our defense, but I didn't know how, how good our defense really was. But, I mean, I'm feeling good. I really am. I'm feeling good. I think I think we should have been 5-0, but I'm, I'll take 4-1. and one. Yeah, I think, like, this, te- the, this, this game Monday night, which I might have to work for. My boss asked me to work third shift next week, and I said, yeah, I didn't think about it. The Lions are playing, you know, they're playing the Lions Monday night, so... I'm going to have to listen to some of that on the radio. But anyways, this game is, like, extremely important. Like, this Lions game is, like, huge. And I think the Packs are going to be fired up. I know that there's a lot of new guys on this, on, on this team and on this defense. But, like, the guys from last year are going to tell them, like, yo, these guys have been beating us. And, like, they're crap. But they've always they've been beating us lately. Even even having a worse record, the Lions have been doing their thing, and I've been hearing about it from Lion fans. Like, oh, we swept you. We yeah, but you didn't beat nobody else. But exactly. But I still think the Packers gonna be fired up. Aaron Rodgers be fired up. Like he don't like losing to you know division teams, and the Lions have had their number, and it ends. Yeah, it ends Monday. Well, yeah, but what's nice is we have Amos. Who's played him a few times as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some guys. Yeah. Amos knows Stafford. He knows that that offense. He, you know, obviously being in the same division. So I, I, I like the Packers to win this game. I think. Uh, I think. I don't think it'll be easy. I think the Lions are a pretty good team. I haven't watched a ton of the Lions. I, I've caught some parts of their games, but uh, I, I got much respect for Stafford. I think Stafford's a great quarterback. I think that they didn't. They haven't been giving him enough. And uh, we got Patricia over there. I don't know. You know, a lot of those Belichick guys don't they they don't really do much, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. They, they, they definitely have a good start. Yeah, no, I completely agree, and I but you know I think it's going to be uh, a barn burner. But but when you know when they almost the Chiefs, the Chiefs don't have a good defense. We have a good defense, so I I got a feeling that we're going to go off this week. I got and you know what? It's unfortunate they've had a bye. They basically had two weeks to you know prepare for us and all that, but. I'm glad we play on Monday night, you know, to give us a, that extra day. Oh yeah, definitely. That that extra day is huge. Plus Monday night, everyone steps up for Monday night. Like this defense is gonna be ready. The, the Aaron Jones, they're all pumped up. They're on a roll. And, and I see people say, well, they better not take the Lions lightly or lightly. Like they're, they're not taking no one lightly. Like you, you can be jacked up. They're not like they're thinking they're king of the world. Like they're gonna be ready to play. Like they're gonna be, especially with the Lions beating us the last couple of years. The Packers will be ready to play. Oh, exactly, and we have, and I'm going to call it what it is, the toughest division of football. Oh, yeah, definitely. Not even uh, close. So, exactly. let me ask you this. Okay, no, I, I got one more question than, than, than that one. All right. Uh, like, Mike McCarthy, I, I've, I've always been saying, since he got fired, I love me some Mike McCarthy. What do, what do you, like, see different from when Mike McCarthy was here to LaFleur? Like, what, what are the key differences that, good or bad, like I'm not saying that. Like, I, I hate when people just bash McCarthy. Yeah, it was time to let him go. It was time to move on. Time for him to move on, and I wish him well. But like, uh, to me, like Lafleur, he's younger. He brings that little bit of fun and swagger, and like they're all doing their thing. Like like you said before, he lets them be them. Lets them. 
do their thing, and they're just so much fun. Like McCarthy, I think they were having fun too, but it was just a little bit different. It is, and I think Aaron had a little bit more free will to call the plays, which is a good thing, and nothing negative about that at all. But now, it's the only thing that's concerning me now is like the times they're giving up that line, and he has to stab it so quick because other other communication with you know they're just not used to yet. Yeah, and it's only through week five, and you know we didn't get any preseason reps, which. Again, it is what it is we were supposed to, but when the Canada had an 80-yard field, you know, it's called what it is. Oh, so yeah, it yeah, that was, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that's a joke. But, again, so I think just the, the communication uh, just between him and Matt is just it's, it's going to take a little bit of time, you know? Oh yeah, I, I I think it'll be I think it's gonna be good. You know, like I say, I, dude, I I love me some Matt Lafleur. I love like all the stuff like you, you see the videos of them celebrating uh, in the locker room. He just seems like like this team just seems like they're all in love with each other. Like they're all just having a blast, and it it it's outstanding. Oh, I agree, and, and I think Aaron has a great relationship with him and all that. So it's like I I'm not knocking anything about their relationship. I'm just saying it's like getting the boys off quickly. You know, they're just getting used to that communication. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it takes time for it to be – like, when, when Rodgers came up, he learned from McCarthy. Like, he learned this offense, his first offense in a league from McCarthy. So, it's like second – it was second nature to him. So, now he's got to learn a whole new thing. He's got to learn a whole new voice in his ear. He's got to learn his, you know, mechanic – his me- mechanisms, whatever you want to call them. Like, you know, it it's going to be all right. They're, they're going to be good. Well, no, it's just like – I remember that first week – in Chicago, in Chicago, Rodgers after the game looked like a rookie player, a kid in the candy store jumping up and down, you know, saying we have a defense. Like I, yeah, I haven't seen this happy in a while. Oh yeah, yeah. This defense, like I can go, I can have a whole episode of this podcast just talking about the defense. Like I love this defense. I love, I love them all. Like <laughs> so, to end the podcast, I got one more question for you. This is a non-football question someone sent in. Because I, I, I want to start talking about like uh, more stuff on the podcast. Like bring it, have a little fun with it. So, sitcoms, all right? Who do you like more, Friends or The Office? Uh, I'm more of a Friends guy because that's my generation growing up. That's just that people are going to hate on me for saying that. Office is really funny. I haven't really seen a lot of episodes, but... I'm more of a friends guy. I, you know, sort of feel like I'm like more like Chandler and all that. But uh, yeah, yeah. First of all, like the friends, I, I, I've not, I've never been like a really friends guy. But Chandler, like I've watched Friends. Obviously, I think everyone has. But uh, Chandler, dude, when I was a kid, I was like, this dude's awesome. Like this is who I want to be. But for this question, I'll, I'll say The Office because I, I, I just love dumb comedy and like. Michael Scott to me is like the dumbest person in the history of the world. Like if you watch that show, you think this company would never exist because they do no work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's hilarious, and it's just not like you like sometimes at my work. Yeah. Like, dude, if they put cameras at my job, I guarantee you we would have like a hit show because we the stuff that I work with truck drivers, I unload milk trucks mostly, and the stuff that happens. I, I, we, if there was cameras, we'd all be fired. Also, <laughs> no, that's, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, our trades well. But what's cool about my work is we uh, we do a football pool every week. Everyone right. goes five bucks in. We all pick like you know wins and all that. It's not about points. It's all about wins and all that. Yeah, I actually won this. I actually won this past week, and what's crazy? That's all. Awesome. Yeah, we we do that too. Yeah, the game that came down to winning 
was if the Packers won, I clinched the pool. If they lost, it would have came down to Monday night in points. Which oh. I think I actually would have won anyway, but it's since, since the Packers won, people took Dallas. That's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, I was so I mean, it was like $95. Yeah. Well, there's people at my work that do it, and they ask me. Like all the time because I don't do it. I used to, but I always forget to put, to put my picks in. So I was like, screw it. I don't even do it anymore. Actually, I think most of I started doing it on a podcast. Go through all the games and pick the games. And then the, the following week, say like how I got wrong. Because I, I remember a girl at my work one time. Because a lot of people do it. They don't even watch football. But they just do it because, you know, it's like whatever. It's five bucks or whatever it is. And they're like, well, you pick my game. So this chick said... Pick, pick my games for me. I'm like, all right. So I went through. I looked at them all. I didn't, like, think about it. I just kind of, like, eyeballed it. and like, uh, this team's at home, you know, this team, whatever. I went through it, and I was like, oh, you're going to win this this week, you know. And she's like, oh, you know, he knows a lot. He he, he talks about football all the time. She, I got four games right. <laughs> she had the worst picks in the whole thing. And then she was like, what the hell? She's like, you owe me $5. <laughs> I was That's like, man, I, these are all upsets. Like, it, it, only the idiots won. That's always tell people. If you win the picks, you're an idiot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all the upsets. <laughs> and we actually had someone last year at our store that won, and, and they picked on which city that they would like to live in more. Yeah, I knew a girl who won one week. She picked on who had the prettiest jerseys. Exactly. I don't know how she knew because she didn't watch football, but she said she picked on who had the who the, had the jersey she liked the most. That's hilarious. All right, actually, I got, I got one more question. I just saw it here. Who's your favorite player of all time? Oh. Um. That's a tough one. It's I'm like 52% Rodgers, 48% Favre. All right. I respect that. No, my favorite player of all time, Paul Horning. And yes. there's like really no reason for it. Just like when I was a kid, I liked number five. And uh, obviously I wasn't alive when he was playing. But like the stories. And I when I was a kid, we his book was in a library. I read it. He has, he has a really cool story. Like he was going to quit football until Lombardi came. He was like, I'm not doing this to lose because, uh, like, back then they didn't make millions. You know, they didn't make a living. They worked other jobs. So, yeah, like, his story was just aw- – then he was always drinking. He was like, he, he's, he's got fantastic stories. So, for all time, I always say uh, Horning and, like, current – like, who, who who's your current favorite player? I, I guess it would be Aaron Rodgers if you say – Yeah, it's still Rodgers. I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's just like ever since – Came on the league again. I was still probably when he came on. Probably tell when the Super Bowl. I was still a big Brett Favre fan, but I mean, I mean, A Rod, but uh, uh, Jadarius is now coming up really quickly. Oh yeah, my, my favorite player right now. Like I, I guess I'll take Aaron Rodgers out of it because, like, I, I love me some Aaron Rodgers, and uh, I was once like five feet away from Aaron Rodgers. Really, I was a, I was a. Uh, I was a whatever they they called it a celebrity umpire. I, I don't call it that. I call it the the sucker umpire. But uh, yes, you were there. That's awesome, dude. I was there and I made a horrible call. And Aaron Rodgers said to me, "Are you umping or just hanging out?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said to me. And then I said to him, "I said I'm umping. I'm just not very good at it." <laughs> hey, but Aaron Rodgers actually talked to you. That's your claim. 
Yeah, like I should put that on my Instagram bio. Aaron Rodgers once yelled at me. I wouldn't say yelled at me, but he definitely was frustrated with me. But I was just so like starstruck and awe. Like I, I forgot I was umpiring. And then uh, someone slid into second base. I was right behind second. And it, I didn't, I was watching it. I wasn't umpiring it. I was like, just like a fan or whatever. And then they're like, what? And then everybody ran up to me. What's the call? Like, Devonta Adams is running up to me. All these players are, like, towering over me. What's the call? What's the call? So in my head, I was like, dude, I got a 50-50 shot of getting this right, you know? So I was like, safe. And then they're all like, what? Are you blind? Like, are you stupid? Like, you know, when they didn't say I was stupid. But, you know, they're just kind of yelling at me. And, and in friendly, they weren't, like, you know, being, like, serious and, like, being crazy then they're like look at the jumbotron because th- th- this was in appleton where the timberwolves play a local team but they got a nice stadium over there so i look up at the jumbotron and i was like wow that was a horrible call wasn't it <laughs> and then uh like you know what but happened that's that's awesome i mean but you got aaron Rodgers to say too that was the back i mean yeah it was like it was awesome yo it, it's awesome now like at the time i felt like a piece of crap because like but i had it coming because these are competitive dudes right so like they don't care what they're doing. Like, and they weren't serious. Like, no one was like, you know, you piece of crap or whatever, you know. And Devontae Adams actually messaged me on Instagram and said, uh, yeah, that was all in fun. You did a good job. Because I messaged him. I was like, hey, I'm sorry, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I suck at umpiring. And he's like, no, nah, it was all in fun. You you did great. So, like, they were all pretty cool. Like, I, dude, Preston Smith was there. Like, all these guys are like... It, it was insane. But I, I did choke a little bit because, like, I was so starstruck. Like, that, that actually, that moment, like, uh, taught me a lot about, like, because I, I talked to some players and I've had them on my podcast. I always get nervous as hell. But uh, now, like, I feel like I'm not going to be, like, if I ever get an opportunity again, which I probably won't. But, uh, like, it, it taught me something. Like, dude, they're, they're just people. Like, I learned that day, like, just watching them, how they interact with each other. Like, dude, these are just regular dudes. Like, if you have a softball game, like with you and your friends and your family and whatever, like th- that's how they acted. Like Josh Jackson was yelling my name. He was like, Matt Ramage, Matt Ramage. Like he was like yelling, like trying to pump me up and trying to get me comfortable. He's a really cool dude. Like, like, uh, Oren Burks, dude, like, uh, so many players like walked up to me like, Hey, I, 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 I watch your videos. You're a funny guy. And I was like, Holy crap. Why don't you follow me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you were sort of a celebrity. I mean, who uh, uh, retweeted you today? Uh, Aaron Jones put me on his story on, on, on Instagram. I made a video. You know that video? Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but I said, uh, um, yeah. everyone yeah. can see you got the player of the week. And he put it on yeah. his story, and he laughed and he tagged me. Oh, that, that that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, and Preston Spencer already put stuff on his story about you and all that. Yeah, it, it's crazy to me. Like, these dudes follow me. Like, Preston Smith follows me. Like, Aaron Jones. Like, Oren Burks. Like, a, a few guys do. And, like, it's awesome. Like, but, like, it's amazing. Like, I never would have thought, like, uh, like 12-year-old me or 15 or even 20-year-old me that, like, I would have been, like, at the softball game on the field with the Packers. And, like, I talk to, like, a few players regularly. Like, it, it's amazing. And not even the players, but, like, the fans, like you, like, all these people that I get to talk to, like, you know, meet people that I never would have met. Like, when I go to plays, like, go to Packer game, people want to take pictures of me. Like, it, it's insane. And, I, I, dude, I love it. The people want to buy me beer. Like, I go to the bar. Like, we went, I went to that game, uh, the Broncos game. And afterwards, like, everyone's like, I want to buy you a shot. And I was like, I want to let you. Let's drink. <laughs> like, it, 
I, I love it. Like I, I said, it, like I, I made an intro before we started this podcast. Like I, I, I always, I always say thank you because like this, like the fact that people listen to me and watch my videos and follow me on whatever and like talk to me, like it's awesome. Like I could never like say thank you enough to everyone because like it is so awesome that people like want to talk to me and like you know what I mean like it's crazy. Well, just know when I get up there, you and I are going out. And we're gonna hit the town. We're gonna hit the town hard. <laughs> yeah. This time though, I'm just not gonna document everything. I I think I put I videoed a little too much from that Broncos yeah, game. Everything on on, on Snapchat. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I did a little too much that night, but it it was fun. Like I met these California uh, Packer backer people. Uh, the, yeah, like, Drew. The Drew yeah. came. Dude, the Drew and Frank from Frank Saddletown and the, the Drew Cave on Instagram. Those dudes are awesome. Like, dude, they know how to party. Like, I don't think I've had that much fun in, like, forever. Especially, like, dude, I mean, I don't know how old they are, but I felt like I was, like, the old dude. I was, like, just trying to, like, manage. But I was, like, I haven't partied like that since I was, like, in my 20s or 30s. That's awesome. Well, I just turned 40, so I guess 30s would have been, like, two months ago. No, but uh, hey, I appreciate you coming on. I'm gonna, definitely going to have you on more. You know your Packers stuff. I feel like this was a good podcast. What do you think? Yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed it. I enjoy talking to you on a daily basis and all that. So, I mean, but this season is going to be a fun season. Oh, it definitely I, is. I, I think we have something special going on this year, Matt. I really do. Oh, I, I, I think so. I think uh, this team, like I always say, when teams have fun, when there's like little stories, like uh, who was it that – intercepted it and made that uh nick collins uh celebration forget it was it sullivan yes yeah yeah i think it was and they're probably gonna blast us because we're probably wrong but yeah i think it was yeah if, if we're wrong we're definitely gonna get killed no one's listening anymore anyways we're over an hour so <laughs> <laughs> no but i i love stuff like that that stuff like that is just like when they're doing stuff like that i don't know it's just a special thing i think that when you're having that kind of fun dude they're gonna win something they're gonna win it all baby I shouldn't know. People are sleeping here. <laughs> no, but hey, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you taking time to chat with me. I know I kept like delaying it and prolonging it because I was having problem with audio. I had to do some personal stuff. And uh, But I, I I really appreciate you coming on. No, dude, I'll be on any time you need me, man. Just, just let me know. All right. So go pack, go. The bear still suck. Hey, remember, if you want a bear, stuck hat, bear still suck hat, people, or a shirt, themattramage.com. Oh, I need I need one of those. I still haven't ordered one of those, and I and I am going to. <laughs> I might have to hook you up. All right, man. Well, hey, go pack, go, and let's kick, kick some ass this season. Yes, sir. Appreciate you coming on. Go pack, go. <laughs>